What's up, what's good? It's that boy EJ, and you are now tuned in to Major Noise, where we get into interviews and all kind of fun stuff. So make sure you keep it high, keep it live right here on Major Noise with your host, that boy EJ. He lit with passion. Let's get into it. What's up, what's good? It's that boy EJ rocking out on Major Noise Radio. And today I have with me YN Drake on the building. How What's you living, good, man? Man, I'm living great, man. I feel great being here at Major Noise. It's definitely great to have you, man. Thank you. And you know what my first question is going to be. How did that name come about? Yeah, uh, so my, my real name is Drake. Uh, so obviously when I started Fire. making music, you can't uh, just go with Drake. Um, because, uh, <laughs> not in this time, uh, yeah. No, not at all. So the Draco came from... Uh, kind of just the my name being Drake um and I was at the time in music I kind of just talked a lot of shit my music right. I don't I don't do that anymore but that's that's why the Draco and the YM was a group that um me my friend Mo Sean and uh some somebody else is it, like one of his buddies but we started it um called Young Nation and uh he was up and based in New York and uh it was just like a thing we started at the time but then none of them really even made music anymore so right. but i just never really dropped it but I, i'm you're sure just carrying yeah, the whole thing just yeah, carrying it. the whole thing look, look as soon as you're on billboard i bet you they'll all be making exactly music but i kind of feel like you know it is it is always the question i get asked what is the why i mean because obviously it has other annotations so like i always un- i always understand having to explain the name yeah i'm never never like you should know by now. Okay, right? now now when you do your sets, do you, do you, do you come out and be like, y'all, you introduce yourself? Or do you oh, go I do. Straight into- I, 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 um, I do at the end of the show. So I usually do this thing at the end of my shows. I'm like, hey man, well, my name is Wyan Draco. I come straight out of the Trafo and this has been a great show. And then I shout out like, some of the- Trafo? Uh, yeah, you feel me? I rock with that. You gotta, gotta put on, man, you know put the home team. You know? Yes. But uh, yeah, so I always end my shows off like that. So, you know, it's- this is how I do That's cool shit. to have like that kind of signature thing. Yeah, uh, um, absolutely. And shout out where you're from. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of, of which, course. what is it like? You know what I'm saying? Being an artist out of Winston. Uh, it, it's, you know, a few years ago, it was not as good as it is now because now we have so many successful artists from the city. You have Tia Kareen mm-hmm. uh, going crazy, uh, shy from the tray. You're blowing up on TikTok like every two weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, myself, OG Spliff, uh, Fresh Go from 3-4. Apex thirty four hundred Northside Mike. It's a lot of people. It's just, got I know, but times uh, too. yes, yes, Wu two times. Uh, of course, Sauce Pack TV, mm-hmm. but uh, RIP. Um, but you know, um, all those people. It's just so many like different artistries in the city because there are all so many different types of music. Right. Like with me and Munch, you kind of have the underground aspect, but with Tia, um, you kind of have more of the mainstream hip hop aspect. But you know, with Northside Mike or you know. 52 Paco, you have more of the street aspect of Winston, so, you know, but Mike's been doing some more singing shit, because that, that's my homie, I got to put on for him, All right. so, you know, he's been trying to branch out with more singing, but it's I got just, anything together? Oh, oh, absolutely. I have a song with almost everybody in the city. Okay. I, I love working with uh, new people and collaborating on different ideas, because I'm very, I'm always very open to new processes in the music making process, because, you know, that's why I usually prefer doing my features with the artists in person. It's okay. because I own a studio, Outer Sounds, with my with my uh, homie okay. Unseen. Where is that at? So uh, that's actually off uh, Hilly Drive in Winston Salem. Uh, it's it's, it's under uh, Northside Mike's uh, studio too. That's what's so, up. Yeah, that's man. Cool. Yeah, it's real cool. It's real cool. We got a dope little operation going on there, and I'm opening my second business in January, Kamikaze Clothing, because uh-huh. I have a, I have an album coming out. You want a brick and mortar store? Yeah, uh, man, I would like to. 
Okay, I mean, hey, ain't nothing wrong to it. I hope so. Yeah, but yeah, ain't nothing wrong with with, with with starting like that. Are you gonna start online first and kind of just see how that uh, goes? Yes, yeah. So we're starting online uh, with my album releasing in January, Kamikaze. That's why it's called Kamikaze Clothing. But we're doing a drop every four uh, four quarters. So you okay. know, spring drop, winter drop, summer drop, all that. Um, but uh, we've been putting a lot of work behind it. What's it gonna look like? Uh, what, what's the ah! uh, like, like you don't gotta get too specific, it's but like, a, ah, like well, the general <laughs> idea. So here's the idea. The here, I, the, this is the first time I'm announcing it on here on Major Noise. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. That's but good. a cool thing that we're doing different about the merch is when it gets sent to us uh, on the tags, we're gonna embroider one of fifty because there's only fifty on the first drop, two uh, of fifty, three of fifty, etc. Um, and depending dope. on how well that sells, because that the, cool. the exclusive people love that exclusive feeling. They want to uh, feel like they're a part of something. What if I want a certain number? Like uh, so that is actually uh, something on the website that we're going to have any number that is not taken at that moment. And it'll have one through 50 of what is taken, what isn't. Anyone that wants a specific number that's taken, they can. I gotta be first, bro. See. Of course, of I course. And you'll know a week before. Like it's gonna be like a time where it drops, so like people will know when it's dropping. So it's only gonna be like forty dollars. So people will be able to check it right when it drops and pick what number they want. Because I know a lot of people want the number one. Right. <laughs> so one more style insider. Are we thinking like vibrant colors, monotones? Yes. Um. So with the first release, um, matching the album. Very monotone. Uh, it's very dark. A lot of grays. A, a lot of like darker contrast. Uh, mm -hmm. Because that's kind of what the album is. My photographer nerd right over there. Um, I showed her for the first time the whole album all the way through on the way here actually, okay. and uh, she can tell you it's definitely more darker tone, a darker vibe album. Okay. Um. So the merch uh, definitely represents that aspect. So more like uh like you have a track called Mixed Emotions, I believe. Yes. So uh, that's my favorite song off the album. All right. So is that kind of like. Would that be a good, if that's the only song I heard from the album, would that be like a good synopsis of what the album might give me? Um, with the, I know how that song is. That is the, I will say this, with the beat change on Nevi's verse, I don't know if you heard that beat change, but on that beat change, that's more of the vibe of the album. Is that okay. more harder? But Mixed Emotions is just that one song on the album that is more vocal because I kind of like to have a few songs that are kind of different along the project, kind of throw off the listeners a little bit, be like, oh, I was not expecting that from Draco. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it sounded different. Thank you. And thank I, you. And I, I really built it like myself, that. too, because I, I mix my own. Th that's what people actually don't realize about me is I actually mix everything yeah, you hear. Engineer, too. Yes, because I own a studio. That's right. what I do full sense. time. Music is my... I always want to do that one day. Hey, man. Well, I, 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 uh, it's cool because it's actually the studio I recorded at when I turned 16 because since I was 16, I recorded with Unseen. And uh, this year, I actually had the opportunity to go in with him on it because uh, we got a new location. Ooh. And he's like, hey, man, I mean, you want to come in with me, start doing sessions? I need some help. So I, mean, I was like, of course, I'd love to. So that's, that's been my full-time job ever since. So you're saying that you started rapping around 16? Uh, I actually started, uh, yeah, 16 was when I, no, I've been doing it for six years. So I started when I was 14 because I'm 20 now. Okay. So yeah, I went to a Lecrae concert. Le Lecrae, yeah. Lecrae is so dope. I've never seen him like. Lecrae was him. my idol and still is because that that's one of my favorite rappers ever. And I went to his All Things Work Together tour. Okay. Uh, it's the album he released back yeah. in uh, 2017. That's and uh, dope. yeah, that that's night dope. at that tour, it was at the Fillmore. I got inspired to start making music, and it was really just like that feeling that Lecrae brought to the room of like connecting people and making people feel like. A family, you know, kind of, because you can understand these people that you're at these shows with. You don't know anyone around you, right? But what was happening was he was making these people put their arms around each other, like sing the same lyrics. Everyone knew the lyrics. Nobody knew each other, but we're singing right. the same pain. 
I was like, I really want to do that. That's really cool. And I've, I had the opportunity now with, you know, Drake on Family Live, which is a show I did last year. I threw that at the garage. Um, went insane, sold out show. It was, it was nuts. We flew in on my homies. We're planning the Kamikaze tour right now for September. I was just, we had our first tour meeting this week, actually. Uh, she, she's a part of it. So like, we, we, we got a lot, man. We got a lot planned. Uh, Crazy thing is about Lecrae is he was the reason why I started writing too. Now I'm not no yeah. artist right now. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I've never got to experience him live. Oh, it's, you really should, man. But in eighth grade, I was writing Christian rap. Like I was like, oh yeah, because like, I, I used to listen so, to him so much. Fun fact: No, I've never said this on any interview before ever. But um, I, for the first two years of me trying to rap, I didn't do it seriously until twenty. Uh, I was sixteen. That's why. I, that's why I kind of said sixteen at first, because sixteen is when I started doing it professionally. Right. But I started when I was fourteen. For two years, it was kind of just for fun. And yeah. in those two years, I was actually a Christian rapper. Because hey, I am a Christian, I, I'm saved. You know, I, I am a Christian, um, but I don't necessarily classify myself as a Christian rapper. I'm just uh, a rapper who is a Christian, and that's what Lecrae was trying to get out of the box of back in the day. He was trying to get out of the box of, oh, I'm a Christian rapper. He's like, no, I'm a rapper, but I serve God. So mm -hmm. if you follow me, you follow him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's the I speak a lot of aspects like that through my music. Because, um, like I said, you know, I, I'm I, I know I'm definitely not the perfect Christian, but I definitely do try to prove persuade that through my music somewhat sometimes when i'm trying to talk to people facts and so i also got to listen to um long way and toxic yeah and i tell you i love those yeah like man. something about long way <laughs> and then toxic I, I i forgot i forgot how you said it um but you said <laughs> i already told him we gonna fold him or something like that, that thought I, I told, told you, you we, we gonna, gonna fold, fold you. you you ain't violent you ain't chosen that joint goes hard <laughs> yeah bro. that's that I, oh man i was on some i was on some really hype shit after so fun fact i recorded that song after going to see batman and I, I was on some like oh my gosh like on some hype shit man. batman's it. that guy yeah so, so i was like i gotta make some hype i gotta make some hype shit that's cool so take me to your recording process like what do you yeah. get inspired by like how do you just you know make a oh song? man oh that's awesome uh, thank you that's a really good question um i so i only really record at nighttime in my studio after all my sessions are gone um I, I mean, it's, it's no secret. People, my fans know this. I smoke a lot. Like, that's kind of like my thing. I'm a very heavy smoker, and I say that in my songs a lot. Right. I, I mean, you can ask my girl. I smoke a lot every day. <laughs> but, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so um, I'll just kind of get high, um, and I'll play the beat on, this, on the studio speakers, fill it out. And before I even try to write a lyrics, I come up with a melody. So I kind of just, if that's it, that's obviously a terrible melody, but, but I just say, like, I listen to the Good beat, work. find the melody, fit words into it, and then kind of be like, okay, what kind of story am I trying, how am I feeling? Because if I'm not feeling a specific way, if I'm trying to force a feeling on a song, it's not going to come off natural. Right. So it's really just off, if you want to make real music that actually has real meaning behind it, you have to have real emotion behind it. So like, you know, mixed emotions, I recorded that song. <laughs> I got drunk for the first time by myself in the studio and recorded that drunk. And obviously you can tell I was a little drunk when I recorded it because I was all, I was talking about some like mixed emotions. I was going through some stuff at the time. Like, man, this dope. bitch got mixed emotions. So, yeah. so but it, it's kind of just uh, like you, you, you just got to really just put behind what you're really feeling inside. I don't know. That sounds so cheesy. That's that's really is what it is. It's just. I don't know. You just, when you're in that zone as an artist and artists that do this can definitely like second me. 
but it's just like it's not your brain talking it's just your heart you just are grappling because right. i don't write lyrics anymore i don't now that i mm -hmm. own the studio i used to before, before i owned the studio you had to go in there ready yeah but now, now that can, i own it i'm like night. i can <laughs> yeah take my time right. so i don't write lyrics at all i will just sit there and rap and just one bar punch in think about the next bar for 10 minutes make sure it's really good bar record it punch in like it, it will take me four hours to record one song, but when that song is finished, I can tell you it's gonna, it's gonna be a good song. song. Yeah, and it always, it always. So. And I like that you said you're not even thinking with your brain anymore. You're really writing from the heart. Yeah, because I know a quote that says, "If it comes from the heart, it will reach the heart." You yeah, know what I'm saying absolutely. So I think Completely. that's that's really, really cool, which is gonna segue segue me into a a little trivia question for you. Yeah. All right. So I have a catchphrase. You might not have heard it before, but it's "Be lit with passion." Okay. Be lit with passion. What do you think that means? Drive. Be lit with passion. It's just drive. Okay. It's, 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 it's that feeling of I can do this and I'm going to do this and nobody's going to tell me I'm not right. because I'm going to do it to the best of my ability and I'm going to turn up while I'm doing it. Like, like with me, like if anything I go into, I have such an attitude of I'm going to be the best I can be mm -hmm. and that's good enough for me. Because whenever you're trying to please other people around you, because that's something I had to stop doing. As I was right. doing, I was trying to please every show I went to that had bigger higher ups, like like all these events with these, I'm not gonna say names, but with these bigger promoters, these bigger managers, I've had shows with some very big people who could change my life. So, and, and, I, and I know that. So when I'm on stage, that puts a lot of pressure on you. Yeah. Um, so. How do you do how, how do you, well, that's the thing, be lit with passion. <laughs> you go on, I love it. You go on stage and you just, show them that passion and you lit as hell while you do it and i've done yeah. that at every single one of my shows that's why i mean that's why my shows be selling out i mean what can i say the lumber speak, the numbers speak for themselves if you're lit with passion your shows will sell out i'm just saying man because if, the if, if there's no passion there there's no mission and if there's no mission then what's the point at the end of the day right so. you're dropping gems man Amen. <laughs> I love it. Do I the love same it. thing on the verses too. <laughs> exactly. So what do you think, you know, we're sitting here at Major Noise. What do you think makes you major? Oh, man. Not only my diversity, but um, I would definitely say something I've worked on for a very long time is my storytelling ability through my music. Yeah. Um, it's usually my answer, because I've been asked a question similar to that before, and usually I say, like, my diversity, because even in my unreleased, like, I was, I was showing her on the way here again. I have a country song that I'm that I made that right. I showed her. Yeah, like I, 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 be, I be making I love everything because I, when you own a studio, like you just and it's just you in there every night. You're just like, let me try this you out can tonight. Do what you want. Me, yeah, you have the, the ability, freedom the freedom to, to do yeah. that. That's why I would suggest artists like I'm not going to say go out and buy a whole major studio, but get your own equipment and your own space because when you have the ability to really comfortably test out new things as an artist, that's where growth happens. Like, right. and when you grow, when you're constantly growing as an artist, it's, it's usually ends up growing as a person as well. That's, that's what I've noticed through this music thing. Cause I've, I've been doing it professionally since I was 16 and I'm 20 now and I, I do it, I do it professionally. So, you know, I sacrificed a lot of things a teenager did. I believe I, I, a lot of nights spent not necessarily in the studio, you know, I wasn't like that. I had a normal life too. I had a job, but like I was trying to, you know, set up my life but also live my life as a teenager right and i sacrificed a lot to do what i do now so right. that's why i do it with all my heart now but you feel like it was all worth it everything that absolutely that you went no, I, I i i made a song with uh danny towers which is one of my idols i, I listened to him very much in high school 
And I got to meet uh, DJ Scheme as well, which was X's and Juice World's DJ. All right. So Let's yeah, when they were on tour with uh, Suicide Boys, and I got to go on their tour bus and everything, and spend the whole day with them. And I dropped my song with Danny Towers, and that's like I said, I listened to them all the time growing up. So the initial mission of what I went out and started to do was really just to prove people wrong, because uh, right. that's really all it ever started out being. Was I was never gonna do music uh, for a living, actually. Um, but someone I, told you you couldn't. Oh, everyone uh, okay. in my school. That's all you um, needed. Because I went to school in a very, um, what's the word? It's like an area that's not very, it's very urban. It's very, not a lot of people around. You know, right. everyone, everyone that goes there is very closed-minded uh, or that went there at the time was kind of closed-minded. Not the super big Because it's not a big city. Everyone, half the people that went to the school had never left the, the town, basically. Right. So it's very closed-minded people. You know, they haven't seen a lot. Um but that, that's uh, that's a, a sad case a lot of places but um they kind of just told me that i couldn't do it and whenever you know i first started making music i made fun of a lot for it and it really hurt right. it really hurt it definitely like because I, I i go off of acceptance of other people that's right. how i found my own self-love how did you how did you keep going when did that get <laughs> well i'm gonna be honest with you for the first year it didn't it wasn't going and that's right. what it, you have to understand it's for some time you got to understand it sometimes you're gonna have to sit through that shit like, and you just have to learn how to grow from it because it comes to a point where you just get tired of dealing with it and you're like all right man. It, I, what happened the, that point of me for me was senior year of high school it was like um oh, i think two weeks before covid kicked us all out because right. i'm class of 2020 so like I, my senior year got snubbed yeah but okay. but um no, 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 no none of it but like two weeks before uh two weeks before that happened i was kind of just looking around in class and i got made fun of again because somebody was like pretending to listen to my music it, it, it was something happened in the hallway but i was sitting there and i was like man like fuck these kids bro like i feel, I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like kids, little bro. yachty i feel like little yachty in yeah, that college said, yeah he i was said, like man, man fuck these kids. kids i'm a senior i graduate in less than like three months i'm gonna do music full-time i'm not gonna see any of these people ever again like why right. why have i cared for the last year and a half about what these people think right. so like i just i went to the studio every single day um i was working uh as a busboy at king kitchen and uh after every shift i was going to the studio for hours on, on end and making music with people who are now you know very big in the city like you know munch Northside mike uh, all of them, but this is before any of them kind of going crazy. Like this is right when Sauce Pack first started coming up. That's uh, cool. Is when all this was going on. So. And, and you bringing up that that vulnerable moment, yeah. Um, in high school, you know, where people are trying to clown you. You know what I'm saying yeah. for for doing what you wanted to do, and or or for putting something out, putting work out. I think that can kind of relate to to any profession, really. Absolutely. You know, any creative and idea-based uh, profession, I feel like a lot of people can learn from that. Yeah. Because when you, halfway through your story, I realized, like, that's how I was when I started DJing. Like, yeah. people might not be making fun of me, but like, I wasn't that good. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know. But it makes know you better. Like, you does it saying? not? Does it not? Yeah. It, it will does. make you like, better. I've had criticisms before. People were like, <laughs> one lady that hired me, uh, um, she didn't like, she didn't like the music or she didn't like this. And I'm like, yeah. dang. We didn't even talk about what exactly you wanted. I just assumed by the by the type of event I was going to. So I was like, you know, yeah. and so you got to communicate better. But I, I feel like everybody has that vulnerable moment where it's like, dang, should I keep doing this? You know? Oh, yeah. well, I, I mean, I ask myself that question probably every two weeks. <laughs> you know, is this really something I can do? Because, you know, that's why I tried to put in a lot of the work as a teenager because I understood that later in life I was going to turn into an adult. I was going to have bills. I was going right. to have shit to do. 
So you um, maximize so your time. I, I maximized early on. everything early on, and it really paid off. You're a smart kid. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to tell you because yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I mean, like I always wanted to be something great early, and I always thought I'd be like, you know, this big, huge star, young. Yeah. But yeah. I never really uh, realized what habits do I need to have or put in place in so order much to reach. Work. You know, it's so much work because I, I had a manager, and um, um, I'm not gonna say his name. He doesn't manage me anymore, but. Um, he was a big manager um, and he, he actually knew what he was doing because, um, right. you know, it's not like it's bad business or anything. Like he knew what he was doing. So he really put me on to a lot uh, working with him. It was like early 2021. I moved to Raleigh. Like he like he moved me from my city to Raleigh. Like, like it, 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 and when I moved here, though, not only working with him, but I would pay attention to what he did. I paid attention to what the people around us were doing, the people he was taking us around. I paid attention to what they were doing, how they went about their business, got their connects. Like, you know, slowly kind of just planted my own roots. Uh, and like, you know, networking, networking. That's one thing I've always just been, you got to be on top of is networking. You have business cards or you the guy that walks around, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm on. So I, I try, how, how do you promote yourself? I, I am my own business card. That's how I see it is I try to go in the room, whether it's my charisma, whether it's what I say, whether it's how my voice is. Most of the time, if I have the chance to play my music, it's my music. Okay. But like, I have a chance to show off why I'm not the best in the room, but why I am something like, like why people should give me attention, you know, cool. um, kind of to show my, why I'm different, you know, yeah. not cause I, I don't like to say like, Oh, I'm the, I'm a better person than you. Like nothing like that. I just like to show, like to have when I have the chances to show why I'm different. Right. You kind of show the value you bring yeah, to messed up my words a little bit there. All right. It's all good. You got a lot <laughs> of silver jewelry on. Walk me through some of these Oh man. oh man, this is okay. This is really cool. Um, so this is actually, I don't like how I look in gold, that's why they're all silver. Okay, but but this was my dad's growing up. Um, and I, it means a lot to me because me and my dad have a very good relationship. Like, I, I traveled a lot growing up because he was uh, in the UFC mm -hmm. and he, he was a fighter and all that, so we were traveling the America a lot. So the camera's a little ocean. Oh, yeah, ocean oh, oh, yeah, of course, of course. Got a little ocean ring right there, nothing, nothing crazy, just a little aesthetic one. Um, I got this one um, very recently when um, my girlfriend and her sister were in town. Uh, her sister was in town and we went to a little flea market. I got this one and this Punisher one together uh, for like, I think it was like six bucks. It was really crazy. Right. The Punisher one, actually, the Punisher is my favorite Marvel uh, hero. That's nothing. I'm, I'm a huge nerd. I love Marvel so much. Oh, right. my gosh. I, I saw, like you seen Black Panther? I'm not super you seen Wakanda cool. Forever? Oh, no, I was supposed to see it. Oh, dude, dude, no, you don't understand. It's it. so crazy, man. Sure, dude. I, I'm gonna I see cried. it. I, I cried so I swear much. I'm gonna see it. I, I cried so much. I haven't done it yet. All of my friends went, and I couldn't go with them because I had a performance. We were doing something. Oh yeah. And so yeah. I went open. No, well, we were there open at night. All, all. Yeah, they were. They went on open at night. Open at night all damn day. I was watching reviews. I was I was like preparing over the night before. I got in a car crash the the day before we went to go see the movie last week. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, well, I have whiplash and a torn muscle. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it, yeah. It was kind of bad, <laughs> but, but I had to cancel the show and everything. But the first, the one of the like main things I was worried about when I got in the breakfast. Am I gonna be able to go see this movie tomorrow? Am I gonna be able to go see this movie tomorrow? Forget my back, forget all my other energies. Like this really no, might mess up. I, I thought because <laughs> I haven't had the tickets bought for like weeks, and I, I was really looking forward to it. But we still got to go. We got, we <laughs> we got to get somebody else's going. car. <laughs> I was really worried. That's what's up. So you said you had to cancel a show. Speaking of shows, yeah. what is what is your favorite aspect of, of of touring or just being an artist in general? Oh, the connection with the crowd. Um, when I did my Family Live show, I, something really cool happened. 
Um, and I, you, you might remember this too because she was the photographer there. But um, when I was on stage, I was singing a song of mine called Love Struck, and one of the fans in the front row, um, I held the mic to them, and they sang it. And like it was the first time that ever happened to me. Right. And I, they kept singing it, and it kept going. And like there was like, okay, this person knows. Like you were gonna pull the mic back, <laughs> but it's still going. You're like, yeah. Well. I was, and that was the first time I really saw somebody actually say back to me something that I had wrote in a hard time. And I was just, I got really emotional about it because I was like, because it, I'm sure it happens to a lot of artists, and you, I'm sure, get used to it every time. But it, the first time, that was the first time it ever happened to me, and it was a moment I'll never forget. Right. Was that recently? No, nah, it was. No, that was it was almost a full year ago. It was January of twenty twenty two. So it was almost a full year ago. That's what's up. Yeah. So what's next moving forward? Oh, so much. Um, so we're shooting ads right now for Kamikaze clothing. That's what I've been focused on because okay. the production side of Kamikaze, the album is finished. Right. Um, but we're dropping merch with it. So right, right. now we're shooting all the ads for the merch. Okay. Um, all you already throughout. made visuals for the for, for some of the songs. Oh yeah, we've been shooting visuals all year. This is I've worked on Kamikaze since late 2020 uh, okay. when I locked in the feature with Danny Towers. Okay, yeah. so you really really make sure I solidify. Yeah. yeah. About how many tracks or so do you think it's gonna? Okay. Well, yeah, okay. we got some really dope Sweet features. to the point. Yeah, right I, yeah, we got some really dope features from some very big names. Uh, Danny Towers, like I said, he's a Rolling Loud legend. He's performed at every Rolling Loud since 2016. That's awesome. Uh, Belize, she's on the 2023 Rolling Loud. Uh, amazing artist out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I had a show with her last year. Um, she, she's dating one of my favorite artists, uh, NASCAR Allo. I, I love his music. Um, Top Hill Fredo, that's, that's the boy. It's out of the Bahamas. He just performed at Lyrical Lemonade Fest. Um, my boy Nevi, he's going crazy on TikTok right now. Nevi's been going crazy. Shout out that boy Nevi. I've known Nevi for years, but he's just now starting to go crazy I'm on glad TikTok. You said TikTok, you reminded me of something. Yeah, oh, I'm sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I think she texted me about yeah. something with TikTok. Sounds good. But, but, but um, yeah, so my boy Nevi's going insane on TikTok. Shout out to him. Billy Peso, uh, a very written, my, one of the newest homies uh, on the project, but he put me on his show and uh, we made a really crazy song with Chop House J. The Pride. It's crazy. I got um, DJ Side Reel made a beat for the album. He's Lil Keeds DJ. Right. So like, yeah. So awesome. it's it's we it's a very it's my biggest album, my biggest project that has the biggest names on it that I've worked with. Right. None of my past uh, or prior albums are anything to this scale. So okay. like, yeah, I'm so, excited. I'm yeah. excited to yeah. see it come out. Oh about yeah. When do you think we can expect it, roughly? January 27th. January okay. 27th. Ain't is really about it. Yeah, no, we have, a, <laughs> me and my team have a set plan. January 27th is when the album releases. Uh, the single for the album, which I'm not going to say what the single is. I'll tell you, you've heard it. But um, it releases January uh, 6th. Um, and sad. then the the merch release is January 20th. So who, so who plans out all this stuff? I do, okay. I do everything. I don't, do everything. Have, I, don't, I don't have a manager. I don't have anything. Okay. I, I am my everything. So you pick, you pick the dates. You, you set the, yeah. the, the video shoots. I booked the video shoots. I booked the models for the ads. I booked the directors for the ads. I help the directors with the vision for the ads. I send them the songs. I make the music. I mix the music. So is this is this your full time job or yeah. okay? All yeah. right, whatever. Yeah, yeah that's my full time job. And I, so I'm, you I'm got the studio the and then you got this. So it's really like yeah. all in one inclusive. Yeah. Well, it's really just I looked at it last year and I was like, okay, if I really want to do music full time, I have to learn how to make this a business because at the end of the day if you're doing something full-time it is your business right um so you know i turned my name into an llc uh i um yeah got the studio as an llc mm -hmm. um kamikaze clothing that i just got i just got that as an llc because even though we haven't dropped anything yeah i'm getting all that done now right you gotta take the necessary yeah, yeah got it yeah and um i'm doing all that you know myself 
Uh, it, it's hard to call on that, but it's, it's I believe it. To yeah, man, all of that, but and still focus on your artistry without having that, you know. And it, at the same time, it's a lot for one person to do. And don't get me wrong; I wish I had more people, but it is fulfilling saying I planned my whole rollout myself. All the funding that goes behind everything is all my own money. I work, I work a That's lot cool. for this because I know that i got it yeah you know? like i no, know that I, it, I know that i will be and thank you for that but I, I i know that i will be successful in it so it's just a matter of when because a lot another thing about this game is persistency yeah like like it's really just a matter of longevity and timing is everything. Like, it, it really is because you can't get any less known it's just if you continue pushing towards it like you, you can't that's crazy yeah you can't you said you can't get any less no you can only get bigger you can only keep that's crazy yeah it's a good way to say it that's crazy. I'm, that I just blew my mind because I, I never thought about that. Everyone has ever hey, met you, bro. You I was trying to say, bro, y'all can tap in for some therapy sessions too. Like I'm trying to tell you. you know <laughs> y'all can book him for knowledge. How about that? <laughs> I'm saying that he'll bring it straight to you. Hey, Amen. So what's what's kind of your end goal then? You know what I'm saying? You said you want to be no. big and this and that, but what's kind of what does that kind of look like for you? Well, the original end goal has definitely changed over time, right. and you have to be open. To change because you understand if you're doing something for the rest of your life you're going to change your your goals are going to change originally it was to prove people wrong um and i did that I, I made music with the people that i listened to growing up and that yeah. was that was my moment sitting on that That's tour dope. bus with scheme was like when i was like all right man that that <laughs> chapter one fulfilled <laughs> like next step <laughs> so now my with my my listeners and really what i'm trying to do um is just it's a matter of leaving something because, you know, oh man, I don't know what Pac died, but like Pac died, Biggie, now recently, so many people like um, he died this year, mm -hmm. you know, J.D. Youngin. I, I actually got to like meet J.D. Youngin, spend some, a whole day right. with J.D. Youngin. Yeah, it's, it's on my Instagram. I actually. seen him at the mall. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well um, he, one of my homies shot a video for him. So I was on the whole set all day. So I, cool. I got to, yeah, that was mid last year. So, um, yeah, but, you know, RIP all them, but, like, all these people that do this have been, you know, unfortunately passing away. And it makes me realize that I don't know when I'm going to pass away. I mean, I literally got in a very bad car wreck last week, you know. And, and yeah, I, I mean, really I just know. said on this interview, I have a tour muscle and whiplash right now because of it. So, like, you know, it really puts in perspective that you don't know when this is going to be taken away from you. So, I, I ask myself the question of what will people think of me when they hear that? you know, why and Draco died or Drake died. Um, you know, will they remember me, my family, what will they think of me as, you know, will they like the man that I am, that I've lived? Uh, my fans, will they, you know, be proud that they're fans of mine? Like, like how, what will happen? I know, I'm sure I'll get the fake, you know, dick riding fans too, but, and I'm hoping it doesn't happen anytime soon, but right. it's something that I do want to be prepared for, unfortunately. And it's just, it's just in doing this so long, I want to leave a good legacy. Uh, um, because now that this is what I do and this is what I will do for the rest of my life, without a doubt, um, I want to be remembered for it in a positive way, in a positive light. That's why I always try to, you know, spread positive messages and not just my interviews, but my live shows. Um, I always end the shows off, by, you know, making, connecting with the people, um, asking people to raise their hands, you know, if they've been, if they've felt trauma, if they've been through abuse, it's like I, I did that at one of my old shows and, you know, try to really just, make that connection with the fans because i remember when i was first coming up in music you know being made fun of wanting that acceptance from other people and not getting it it really just makes you feel so empty and alone mm -hmm. and like man 
like why like what is wrong with me like why don't these people want me around them like right. what did i do like why am i not enough um and it's really just i i like to show when i learned how to find out myself is enough because when i learned that i am enough and that i have to love the person also that was that like i i'm man i'm so big on mental health too that's that's as you can tell but as that's i'm saying but I, I, something that i've been applying to my life which i just recently learned through um Jonah Hill's new documentary, Stutz, which I highly recommend it, on the subject of mental health. Amazing documentary that just came out on Netflix. But something I learned through that, um, which, like I said, has been very recently helping me, is um, thinking about who you were in your past that you were ashamed of. So for me, it was being, you know, shamed in public, being publicly made fun of, you know. It was, it was in front of other people I was being made fun of. Like, I was very embarrassed a lot of the time through high school. Mm. But... Um, thinking about that embarrassing memory that your subconscious blocks off because your subconscious 100% blocks it off. Right. Thinking about it, pulling it out and showing it love being like, it is okay that I was this person. And I love that I was this person because of who I am now. Right. Like I'm sure you, you, you can't block out that memory because all that memory wants is attention from you. And when I've seen that, I, I've applied it to my life and it's been definitely helping me just being able to accept like, all of myself not just the good just parts still. of myself that's crazy yeah you have that's, to you have to accept yourself for everything that you are that's ridiculously thoughtful yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I really like that thought because yeah i think we've all been there at some point yeah in, in our lives where where we were that kid you know what i'm saying and it's that's crazy because yeah like when you said you block it off i, I agree with that statement yeah. you know what i'm saying I, you don't want to remember me, anything that's bad like mine was like more elementary middle but like towards <laughs> high school i started getting good at sports and that's really what saved me you yeah. know what i'm saying uh and then and then puberty hit so i got a little little taller and then like a little bit more muscular you know what i'm saying so yeah. the things worked out but it was like yeah like my like i don't nobody if you, if you don't think about it you wouldn't give those old thoughts that kind of attention mm -mm. which is really crazy but you, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You don't, you just block it off because that's what your mind does. That's why, I mean, even in traumatic instances, your mind doesn't want to think about anything that is traumatic to it. It only right. wants to think about things that are so, obviously good. So with that, do you ever thought about starting something like, you know, like a, a mental health organization or? or yes. Um, I, I, I'm <clears throat> broke as hell right now. <laughs> so like that's, that. with, 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 with this, I mean, with me, it's not that I'm broke. It's that I have a lot of um, projects. I have, you know, the clothing brand that I'm opening and right. I have the rollout for the album coming out. I have my money in other places. But um, whenever I get to the point of retiring, I actually already know what I want to do. Not only would I do I want to focus more on mental health and start a mental health organization, um, but I want to mentor other artists on how to turn their music into um, a full-time career. Because like I said, when I sat there and I told myself that I want to do music as a business, I learned the business aspect of the music industry, you right. know, ASCAP, you know, getting your music um, with sync, like really do that. If you haven't done that, like getting your music with sync is how you get your music on TV stations. Like that's where all the TV uh, okay. promoters go on there. Like okay. if your music isn't with sync, they, they can't see your song. Right. So um, getting my music with sync, like just, I don't know, kind of teaching all the artists, like the basic things about the music industry that helps them get paid. Right. Um, off their music, which is definitely possible. There's plenty of ways to get paid off your music artists if you find out how to do it. You just got to really just put in the work. It's not that hard. Right. So Tutorials um, coming soon. But <laughs> if it is too hard, hit me up. Uh, you can pay me to do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Make sure he gets you that money. That's just letting cool. you know. I'll get it. I'll get it right to you. That's what's up. So if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Mm. Um, ooh, that's such a good question. Um, 
probably I'm trying to think of places that I've been and that I'm going because I want to go to London, but I have the I have a feeling the only reason that my brain's saying London is because I am going there in October of 2023. Um, so I don't know if I want to say London. I don't have like a dream. I mean, London's cool. London is very cool. I I I would like to go. You know what I would say I'd like to go is somewhere where I haven't been before, which is L.A. Which All is right. which is crazy. You think I'd already been to LA? Yeah, you you look like you're from LA. I got, if I had right. to guess, bro, I could I could see you. That's like, what I'm saying. That's why I would like, <laughs> Tell me, I would not thrive. That, but that's, I want. Honestly, nowadays you can. Like exactly, anybody yeah. can look like anybody from anywhere nowadays, like because you can get so many influences. Well, it's nuts because I want to go because all my homies live there. That's the thing. Right. My boy Nevi be there all the time. Shout out Zedrin. It lives in LA. Buffy, Eleanor Kingston. All my all my so LA homies. Inevitable. They know who they are. Shout mm-hmm. out them. But um, yeah, and my sister lives in LA. Um, she she moved out there like two years ago. So like, and I still haven't even been out there to visit her. So I even have a place to stay. Like I just, it's just the busyness with time because I have so many shows and so many, you know, with owning the studio, I have sessions almost every day. Right. Like, it's 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 rough. It, it, it's nothing wrong with it. When out. your head is down and you're and you're moving in a direction that you feel like you're doing what you need to do, I feel like there's nothing there's nothing wrong with waiting for whatever else that, that's going to come. I'm it's all going to come. Well, my end goal is to live when I retire and do all the, you know, the organization stuff and the management of the artist stuff is to just focus on my life that I have th- with Drake. Cause the differentiation between Draco and Drake is yeah, something that I've been trying to get back together because it can really cause a split personality thing. It right, really so, can. so who is, who is Drake? Who is Draco? It's really what is, who is Draco for Drake? So what Draco was for me growing up was, that um i am kind of like my energy now you know damn this is getting so serious this is seriously what it was for me this is doing a lot of mental digging for myself but um what draco was for me was kind of that what i went to when i got made fun of was like you know okay drake's not good enough so since drake's not good enough at least i make music you know at least i got a couple hit songs at least i got this fire song you know draco made up for what drake wasn't and um I had to fix that this year because I realized that this year because I looked back at my past because like I said, when I when I got told from that documentary, to, you had to show love to those past memories. That's how you fix it. That's cool. I started showing love to it and I started thinking about it more and I was like, wow, like Drake was really just making up for what I didn't think I was good enough for. That's crazy. Why well, and Draco is teaching me a lot right now. Yeah. Uh, everybody else catches it because yeah. I, like, I go by EJ, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My first name was actually Earl. I don't tell people that. So everyone else but i don't tell people that <laughs> but earl was that kid that always got picked on earl was a little skinny little yeah. little nappy headed boy you know i'm still saying like i'm still skinny. you know what i'm saying so it's like ej was like the cool like you know what i'm saying like yeah. ej was a cool because like, i because I, I guess i started going by ej at the same time i started high school yeah i tried the eighth grade nobody wanted to call me that because they already knew my name no. but high school new school new place right so it, it caught on for me like a year and a half later like i had my first girlfriend Actually, you know, I started getting good at sports at track and whatnot. So by that that whole time, I was going by EJ. So it's like in a literal sense, EJ was a lot cooler than Earl. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And and it seriously will cause a split personality thing. It will. That's okay. So yeah, nuts, right? Nuts, yeah. nuts. This is crazy because I used I to think about myself like, dang, like I'm being like Earl. I need to be, I need to be that boy EJ right now. I yeah. need to turn it on. And because I would start because I before I shows and I stopped doing this because your your mental is one of the most powerful things. I so I stopped doing this. But before, like whenever I would go through traumatic experiences, because um, I, I went through so much in the last two years, I would always something that I'd always hype myself up with before a show. Even 
I'd be like, I'm, I'm, I'm Draco. And I would say that to myself, I'd be like, man, I'm Draco, I'm Draco. Like, especially if we're going on stage, I would get yeah. high, I would hype myself up. That's but I, I had to start saying like, I'm also Drake, you know, like, I yeah. guess in my personal life, I think the only reason why I never really loved myself, loved Drake is because there's no cool shit going on in Drake's life. You know, Drake is just door dashing every single day of his right. life. Cause that's, that's whenever I don't have a session, I door dash cause I'm always trying to make money left and right. right. So if I, if I'm not, you know, if it's daytime and I don't have a session, I'm probably door dashing trying to make some bread. So like, if I'm not, that's, but that's Drake. That's the Drake side of my life. So I just feel like the Drake side of my life is so boring because that's like the that's the necessary side of where I make all my money and how I do my livelihood. But you know, I also have to now give that time to my girls. So you know, that's even more time that I'm having to, you know, not sacrifice but not give to music. So it's all just time management. Yeah, and um, it's it's definitely huge. something to master. But yeah, definitely. But I definitely don't leave myself enough time for myself. But okay. I don't care because that comes later on in life. That's why I said I'm trying to live the Drake side of my life after the grind time. Because I feel like for an artist, the grind time is from when you start to mid-20s. That's the time where you need to be putting in the most work. Because all these famous artists, you look up their age, all the ones yeah, that are oh, yeah. They're all, in all the, young. In, from 20 to 30. A couple of them are over 30, obviously. Right, but, but like a lot of the artists, when they start popping off, like when you first start hearing about a new artist, they're usually in their mid 20s. Yeah, but so, lately I've been seeing like the 19s and whatnot. Exactly. Like when NLE exactly. blew up, Tekka, like mm -hmm. so many people. You're seeing the young ones. So and much younger. I'm in that like, age yeah. range now. So that's why my mindset is like, it's time, like, and I, you've heard yeah. my like what I got coming out. Yeah. So like it I definitely. It. That's what I'm saying. You, it, it's I'm it's literally you. just a matter of execution of the marketing and execution of the rollout. Right. You know how do we get this in front of this person, this person, this person? How do we get this person listening? Because people do not have an attention span when they're on no, their they phone. And no. you have to understand that. And, that. and they're on their phone where millions of people are trying to get their attention, attention. at the same time. That's why it's so hard to master it. But like, that's why whenever I do my little TikTok promotions or my Instagram promotions, I make sure I start it on a part of the song that yeah, I think is like catchy, catchy right. immediately. So right when they scroll on it, they're already on the catchy part. They're on the best part of the visual if it's mm -hmm. a music video. I just, I show things that are easily little short catchy. Little. Yeah, they, they catch the eye. Right. And uh, try to keep the viewer's attention. Uh, and you said you try to you said mastering all could be hard. And speaking of mastering, like what softwares are you using when you when you're doing your mastering? Um, Logic Pro X. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm um when I I recorded off my phone for three years. That's all what right. I found unseen. Yeah, and I used GarageBand uh, when I was using it off my phone. Okay. Um, so Logic is the same uh, layout as GarageBand. So whenever yeah. um, I went to the studio, I didn't start learning how to mix until I turned seventeen. Because I got, uh, I moved out of my house and I uh, started living at the studio, and that's actually kind of how I started learning that's how to dope. mix. Yeah, I mean, it probably wasn't dope, but no, I had to move out for <laughs> circumstances I don't want to get into. Yeah, but I'm sure it wasn't dope, but it, now looking back, it was on a it, time. Yeah, it was a time where I, I was telling myself, I was like, I'm gonna talk about that on interviews one day. Here I am, but um, I, that's what I was just sitting there telling myself. It's because it was definitely a bad time, but I was learning how to mix and I was getting something from it. Yeah. Um, started mixing some more and uh, kind of started mixing my own music some more. And then that's kind of how I got to where I am now. I've been mixing my own music for two and a half years. And that's another thing. I'll get paid for other people to mix their music. So, you know, even yeah. if it's someone across the state, they can just send me the beat, the, stems. the stems. Yeah, everything. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I can find some ways to make some money. 
Facts. Facts. <laughs> I might need you one day. I might need you one day. Let me know, man. I, I got decide, you. You know what I'm saying? I, I got you, man. I may or may not. I, I, I book artist shows too. That's another thing I make money off of. Right. I, I, I can book artists. So, so you're like connected to the, to the to the proper promoters or whoever. Promoters, definitely. Promoters okay. are where it's at. Um, that's another good way to not only get your own shows, but um, getting good with DJs, um, getting good with uh, publicists for um, multiple websites. It's not hard to find these publicists. Instagram. I, like something that I did recently was I went to Lyrical Lemonade's uh, website and I went to their uh, About Us and just looked at all their editors and mm -hmm. writers and just followed all of them on Instagram and I got like I think five followbacks that's and, that, cool. and that, that's what I'm saying. All right, so now they, they can see you, you know what I'm saying? They, so and now, even if they just see can... me on their story feed, because yeah. I know how I post myself, I know I only post things that catch people's attention, right. catches the right people's attention. And that's right. That's, man, that's, with that's the plan. Where's the sauce? I, Nah, you definitely <laughs> dropping sauce and giving gems. All yeah. right. And speaking of gems, do you watch cartoons? Do you watch yeah, like absolutely. anime at all? Uh, I don't watch anime. I watch, I love, um, I'm rewatching regular show. Uh, okay. I, I, right. just, I watch a lot of nostalgic cartoons that I grew up on. Yeah. So a lot of regular show, a lot of Amazing World of Gumball. Gumball. Ah, that's what's up. I love Gumball, but yeah. it's so right. ridiculous. Yeah. But it's just it just works. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what it is. People look at me crazy because I'm so old watching Gumball. But Gumball, Gumball was fire, man. I I used to um, I even <laughs> in high school I bought every season of George Lopez because I couldn't stay up. George Lopez, I'm <laughs> be up late. I used to every time I would wake up at three a.m. I would stay up and watch it because that shit had me dying every episode. Yeah, it was so hilarious. I I bought. Every single, I'm a proud owner of every <laughs> single season of George Lopez. I physically bought it on the app store. Like that's crazy. Yeah, man, I that was down not bad. The cheapest way no, to buy it, it either. Was not. No, it was before it was on any streaming services. I was right. like in high school. It makes sense. Yeah, it was like 2016, and I, I bought every single season. I was so proud of it. Only thing I bought was Shake It Up Chicago, the first episode. Shake it up. Yeah. Ugh. I used to love Zendaya. He's had a huge discussion on her, bro. That's the only thing I bought oh, to man. this day that I can watch. I, I, I just know Bella Thorne because she dated somebody that um, I've talked to before. Which is her? Monson. She that's dated crazy. She dated Monson. And I, that's how I heard about her because I didn't watch Shake It Up at all. But then right. I, I seen that she was the girl from Shake It Up and I was like, oh, okay. That's pretty dope. Yeah. All right. So some more series of questions on Nike or Jordan? Uh, Jordan, just because I wear Jordans all the time. Facts, facts. We already know it's silver over gold. Oh, absolutely. All right. So, turkey or ham? It's almost Thanksgiving. Oh, um, turkey, just because not only is it different, but I like the texture more. All right. Now, this is a key one. Sweet potato or pumpkin pie? Mm. Pumpkin pie. All right. I'm a, sweet, I'm a sweet guy. Okay. Definitely. Okay. And last thing, apples or oranges? Oranges, just because of the vitamin C. Okay. Yeah. I mean, oranges are healthy. Definitely. I don't know what apples do for you, but I don't know what a lot of, uh, you know, things. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm sure it's all good for you, but I know that when I had the flu, oranges helped me a lot. So, right. yeah, because I, I had the flu two weeks ago. I was so bad. The flu was terrible. Yeah, year. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. It yeah. sucks. Really it seems like they skipped the flu when we had COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, yeah, nobody like was talking. We skipped a lot of things when we had COVID. We skipped we, Easter, I think. I, 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 like, <laughs> no, I, for real. Like, I remember we were in we June, and I was like, wait, we missed the, one of them. Yeah, and I, I was like, did we do Easter? A lot like, of things, man. You know, like the world went on pause. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, because right crazy. around Easter is when everything like got shut down. So I, I, I don't know. I, I was trying to find a job. Easter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did we miss one? Like, All right. Yeah.
But now we're back on track. Yeah. You got music coming out. Do you of have course. shows coming up? Yeah, December 3rd, I'll be at Chop House Studios uh, for another show with Billy Pace. Chop House in Greensboro? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll, be at, I'll be at Chop House Studios uh, December 3rd. Um, I know January, um, when the album comes out, January 25th, we're planning an event for the album release, um, okay. probably at the Ramcat in Winston-Salem. Um, so yeah, definitely come to that. And uh, that'll probably be my last show until tour. Um, just because we're trying to minimize shows until tour to sell more tickets for tour. Um, because yeah, I like to, I, because I, when I perform, I perform hard. You can ask her. When I do my headlining sets, like, I'll be taking my shirt off. Like, I, like you can see, I'll be sweating so much on stage. Yeah, I, but I get lit, though. I turn up. That's what's up. So I try to do my shit. But it does take a lot out of me, though. Like, like a lot. A lot of me. I believe it. Yeah, a lot. So I was, uh, I try to do, when I do, I try to pick and choose when I do shows, but tour is going to, eat up a lot of my energy so i'm trying to just focus on that for next year on the show's aspect yeah. but i know tour um we're leaving off for tour in i think late august early september because it's a back to school thing cool for uh, all the colleges on the east coast that's what's so, up yeah, yeah all the way down yeah it's, yeah. Gonna be, it's gonna be really fun make sure you let noise, major noise be there all right oh absolutely major noise is gonna be one of the first people there of yeah. course yeah, we're definitely like, gonna be there i'm saying we have yeah. other artists too and we can you know absolutely no we, we can, we'll, we can we'll talk on the side that. about collaborating because we have you know we already got our tour manager so i can get you in contact with him he's a real cool guy that sounds good yeah. that's good so tell them your socials where they can find you yeah man so my name is Wyan Draco coming straight out of Trefo. you can find me at y-n-d-r-a-k-o on tiktok instagram uh, Snapchat, um, you re really any of them, Twitter too. I don't really use Twitter. Every now and then I say some, I drop some knowledge though when I do. So you just, you know, find me at Y and Draco. Same thing with Spotify, Apple Music. You just type in the capital Y, capital N, space, capital D, R A K O. Um, yeah, man, type in. Yeah, pretty easy guy to find. Definitely. Yeah. Kamikaze clothing. Yes, Kamikaze, January 25th. On the album is coming soon. Uh, he heard, he heard some of the album. He heard yeah. some of it. I'm telling you, it's heat. Yeah. You gotta be ready for it. I'm man, telling it's you, nuts. it's heat. You know what I'm saying? It so make nuts. sure y'all tap in, y'all tune in to him. And also, make sure you tune in to Major Noise of Monday course. through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. for the midday replay. Hey, y'all might hear some Wine Drake or y'all might hear some Wine You definitely will. You might. You know what I'm saying? You never know. So make sure you tap in. Tap in, man. It's that boy EJ signing off for Ryan Draco. Let's say it to it. Woo! Uh, nah, tell him that he tripping. He ain't even been in my position. You was distant. So when the money comes, just money business. Get the dipping. Old money got me reminiscing. How I'm living. Get some more and stack it to the side. I've been on my phone. Shit. I'm feeling bold. Bitchy trying to start shit. Let him know that I'm toxic with my pockets. I can't let my money fold. I'm Focus on the profit from me selling on these shows. Yeah, right, number one, wonder why. Look at where I stand now. Shoot it down, burn it up, show them how it goes. So I told you, we gon' fold you, you ain't violent, you ain't chosen. Thought I told you, we gon' fold you, you ain't violent, you ain't chosen. Tell them that they trip.